Hello, today is Friday, October 9th, and welcome to this week's edition of This Week in History. This podcast will mention current events that you might want to know about. I'm Colin Murphy, and with me is Ryan Wilson. Our first story, Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan has been rocked by instability and turmoil after parliamentary elections that were announced on Sunday. Only four of the country's leading 16 parties saw representatives elected into office. As the other groups are claiming voter buying and other corrupt forms of voter fraud were used to unjustly seize power. Protesters have stormed many different political buildings across the country, especially in the capital city, Bishkek, as different groups are claiming power. The Kyrgyz armed forces have said they will not get involved and they demand the politicians to restore order and stability. The two parties who saw the most seats filled on Sunday were the Bermdik and Mekadim Kyrgyzstan, both of which support President Sunrunbe Jinbekov, a man who has passed many bills to limit freedom of speech and other civil rights. Parliament has announced they have annulled the elections, which leaves a power gap waiting to be filled by rival parties. Russia is obligated by a treaty that allows them to keep an airbase in the country to step in and stop a total breakdown of Kyrgyzstan government. And the, Kre- the Kremlin reports the country to be in chaos and believes this could start another political revolution in the country that has seen multiple wars in the 21st century alone. This relates to last week's story on the Belarus election and the Armenia-Azerbaijan conflicts, as Kyrgyzstan, Belarus, Armenia, and Azerbaijan are all former states of the Soviet Union before it collapsed, and all are areas where their governments are deemed fairly corrupt and have cracked down on civil and political rights of their citizens since the fall of the Soviet Union. And I'm Ryan Wilson. And uh, today, uh, or I mean on Wednesday, October 7th, was the first and only vice presidential debate, which commenced during the 2020 presidential election. It was between Senator Kamala Harris of California and the current vice president, Mike Pence. This one was very different from last week's debate, as this one was more reserved than contained, with little to no interruptions between the two candidates, except a few notable looks given by both. Many view this debate as more presidential in the overall calmness about it, as well as the nature of dodging questions, as well as seen on both sides for several issues. Much like the last one, is still unsure if this debate had any effect on undecided voters or has changed anyone's mind on who they're voting for, but that may change in the coming days. It also is somewhat a little bit contested on who exactly, quote-unquote, won this debate. The highlight of the debate that happened on Wednesday was the fly that flew in on and sat on Mike Pence's head for about two minutes. Many noticed it right away and quickly took to social media to talk about it, with even Joe Biden getting on it with a tweet of him holding a fly swatter. Although not something usually that falls in the boundaries of our stories that we like to cover, today I would like to bring you a quick update on sports. Sports have been a very nice interruption from the way the coronavirus has interrupted everyday life, and these recent weeks have seen a variety of sports going on at the same time, which is very unique to this year. On September 28th, the Tampa Bay Lightning defeated the Dallas Stars 2-0 to win the Stanley Cup Series 4 games to 2. The NBA Finals heads into their fifth game tonight as the Los Angeles Lakers look to end the series against the Miami Heat and win the Series 4-1 with their 3-1 lead. However, the Heat have shown they could put up a fight in that one game that they did win, and as we've seen from the Denver Nuggets this unique playoffs, it is totally possible to come back from a 3-1 lead. The only team to come back from a 3-1 lead, as many of you may know, was the 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers. Their star 
who led the comeback LeBron James, is now on the Lakers and likes to further cement his claim in the GOAT status in the National Basketball Association. The NFL is off to their fifth week after last night's thrilling Thursday night football match, Chicago Bears at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. However, as these weeks go on, the COVID-19 cases continue to be a problem for the league. Last week, the Patriots vs. Chiefs matchup was moved from Sunday to Monday as star Patriots quarterback Cam Newton had con- contracted the coronavirus the week before the game. The Steelers-Titans game week, week four was postponed to a later week, and they were their buys were switched up as to not screw up the later schedule. And the Tennessee Titans have been rocked by the coronavirus cases. This week, their Buffalo Bills game was postponed to Tuesday, so long as no new positive cases occur from the Titans. The NFL hopefully doesn't have to see too much cancelization of games, but as the, the, the switching of bye weeks and the insertion of new games is, what is, is how they're going to combat the schedule changes. Um, the MLB is late into their playoffs. In the division semifinals, the Atlanta Braves and LA Dodgers are set to meet in the National League finals. The Houston Astros are also through to the American League finals and await the winner of the New York Yankees Tampa Bay Rays matchup, whose Game 5 winner takes all is tonight at 7 10 p.m. Sports are a huge part of many Americans' lives and the lives of people across the world, and hopefully these seasons will continue to come to fulfilling ends free of COVID cancellations. And another uh, recent news. There was the President Donald J. Trump of the United States contracting the coronavirus. This came to the surprise of many at around 1 a.m. Trump tweeted out that he and First Lady Melania Trump had contracted COVID-19 and were quarantining in the White House. Many quickly jumped to social media to send their thoughts and prayers, while also many listed warnings for what could happen if it becomes too serious, with the 25th Amendment being brought back up into the national spotlight with many questioning who would take over control. Trump then was sent to Walter Reed Hospital where he was treated for the coronavirus and many believed he would be there for a while, though he only spent three days there on which he said he was cured and was sent back to quarantine in the White House with First Lady Melania. Many don't know exactly how cute he is or how the rest of it will play out, but but that might change in the coming days. Also, due to this, the debate on October 15th most likely will be canceled, with many go- saying to do it di- virtual, which Biden agreed to, but Trump did not. So, most likely, they will it will be canceled, Due to postponement, not really be an option because of the dates. To end this podcast off, we'll bring you a quick COVID-19 update. Suffolk County has a total of 47,196 cases, 2016 deaths. New York has 475,000 cases, 32,859 deaths. The United States has 7.64 million cases with 213,000 deaths. The total worldwide case count goes to 3.65 million and 1.06 million dead. However, the worldwide cases are a bit less reliable than national cases due to, you know, countries may falsify reports. All right, and that concludes this week in history. I hope you join us next time for more current events and upcoming stories.